Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Member by Ram Golda and Tzir Maseches Gidden Daf Lamedhe. The fourth parak Hashaleach. The Zichud Maseches Gidden program has been generously sponsored by Zichud Nishmas Chaya Hadas Basender. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, on the previous Daf, the Mishnah taught that Basin refrained from allowing an almana to swear before collecting her ksuba that it wasn't repaid until Ramban Gamliel decreed that the almana vows whatever the orphans wish and collects her ksuba. The Gemara relates the incident that led to this. A man once deposited a gold dinar with an almana, who later accidentally baked it into bread and gave it to a poor person. Later, when he asked for the dinar and she could not find it, she swore, May the potion of death affect one of my children, if I benefit anything from your dinar. Shortly after, one of her children died, and the Gemara explains that she benefited by saving the amount of flour that the dinner displaced. The Chami said, If such severe punishment befalls one who swore truthfully, meaning that she intended to swear truthfully being unaware of her benefit, and how much more so one who swears falsely. The Gemara said, if this is the reason they stopped making her swear, it should apply equally to a divorcee collecting. Yet Shmuel said, a divorcee does swear. The Gemara answers that an almana who toils to take care for the Yasomim is more likely to rationalize swearing falsely that she has not collected, feeling entitled to payment for her efforts. Pointing to the Mishnah taught that Mugamuyo decreed that the almana vows whatever the Yasomim wish, conditional to Ruxuba being prepaid, and collects Ruxuba. Rafuna says, Loshanu Nises. This is only taught where she is not remarried. Of all Nises, Ein Madirin Osa. But if she remarried, we do not have her vow and she cannot collect Ruxuba. The vow doesn't prove anything because her second husband can revoke it, as opposed to a vow before marriage, which she cannot revoke. Rav Nachman argues and says, Afilonises, she may vow to collect even after she is remarried, because the vow is made publicly in front of ten people, and he holds that another made publicly cannot be revoked by the husband. Rav Huna is challenged from a Bryce, which says she can vow to collect even after remarrying, and answers that it's a Malchokas Tanaim based on whether a nether made publicly can be revoked. And point number three, an inquiry was made. When one comes to a chacham to annul his nether, does he have to detail the circumstances under which the nether was made, or does he not have to detail them? Rav Nachman says he does not have to, and explains that if you'll say he does have to, zimnin the guides legally diburi, sometimes he'll cut out some of the details of his account. The chacham by the shamamayfra and the hetter will be involved because the chacham annuls according to what he hears, which is deficient. Rather, he only tells the Chochem what his netter was, and the Chochem can annul it. But Papa says one must detail his netter to a Chochem, Mishum Milsad the Isur, because the netter may have been to prevent a prohibited matter, such as our case, a potential theft. It's therefore critical that the Chochem is informed about the cause of the netter. So once again, the three points are number one on the previous stuff. The Mishnah taught that Basin refrained from allowing an almana to swear before collecting a suba that it wasn't prepaid until Rabbi Gamliel decreed that the almana vows whatever the Yasomim wish and collects a suba. The Gemara relates the incident that led to this. A man once deposited a gold dinar with an almana, who later accidentally baked it into bread and gave it to a poor person. Later, when he asked for the dinner and she could not find it, she swore, May the potion of death affect one of my children, if I benefit anything from your dinner. Shortly after, one of her children died, and the Gemara explains that she benefited by saving the amount of flour that the dinner displaced. The Chami said, If such severe punishment befalls one who swore truthfully, meaning that she intended to swear truthfully being unaware of her benefit, and how much more so one who swears falsely. The Gemara said, if this is the reason they stopped making her swear, it should apply equally to a divorcee collecting. Yet Shmuel said, a divorcee does swear.
The Gemara answers that an almana who toils to take care for the Yisomim is more likely to rationalize swearing falsely that she has not collected, feeling entitled to payment for her efforts. Pointing to the Mishnah taught that Gamliel decreed that the almana vows whatever the Yisomim wish, conditional to her ksuba being prepaid, and collects her ksuba. Rafuna says, Loshanu This is only taught where she is not remarried. Of all Nises, Madirin Osa. But if she remarried, we do not have her vow and she cannot collect her ksuba. The vow doesn't prove anything because her second husband can revoke it, as opposed to a vow before marriage, which she cannot revoke. Rav Nachman argues and says, Afilonises, she may vow to collect even after she is remarried, because the vow is made publicly in front of ten people, and he holds that another made publicly cannot be revoked by the husband. Rav Huna is challenged from a Bryce, which says she can vow to collect even after remarrying, and answers that it's a Malchokas Tanaim based on whether a nether made publicly can be revoked. And point number three, an inquiry was made. When one comes to a chacham to annul his nether, does he have to detail the circumstances under which the nether was made, or does he not have to detail them? Rav Nachman says he does not have to, and explains that if you'll say he does have to, zimnin the guides legally dibori. Sometimes he'll cut out some of the details of his account. The chacham by the shama mefra, and the hetter will be involved because the chacham annuls according to what he hears, which is deficient. Rather, he only tells the Chochem what his netter was, and the Chochem can annul it. But Papa says one must detail his netter to a Chochem, Mishum Milsad the Isur, because the netter may have been to prevent a prohibited matter, such as our case, a potential theft. It's therefore critical that the Chochem is informed about the cause of the netter. All right, so now we get our Simmer Davlamid Hay, and our standard Simmon is the children's choir singing La, La, La. So here goes. After the cute little children's choir in their green outfits sang the Why Almanas Don't Swear song, while reenacting the accidental baking of a gold dinner and bread, and the sudden death of a child, a boy sang a solo pretending to be a remarried Almana vowing to the orphans to collect her ksuba, who then details all the circumstances of the nether to get a heter from a chachum. Once again, it's emotion. After the cute little children's choir, children's choir, that must be warned off, Lamed Hey, a children's choir singing La La La. After the cute little children's choir in the green outfit sang the Wild Manas Don't Swear song while reenacting the accidental baking of a gold dinner and bread and the sudden death of a child, which reminds us on the previous stuff, the Mishnah taught the base and refrained from allowing an almana to swear before collecting a ksuba that it wasn't repaid until Ram Gamliel decreed that the almana vows whatever the Yisomim wish and collects a ksuba. The Gemara relates the incident that led to this. A man once deposited a gold dinner with an almana who later accidentally baked it into bread and gave it to a poor person. When she couldn't find it, she swore to the lender that one of her children should die if she benefited at all from it, and subsequently, a child died. The more explains that an almana who toils to care for the orphans is more likely to rationalize swearing falsely that she is not collected, feeling entitled to payment for her efforts. So, after the cute little children's choir in their green outfits sang the Wild Manas Don't Swear song while reenacting the accidental baking of a gold dinner and bread and the sudden death of a child, a boy sang a solo pretending to be a remarried almana vowing to the orphans to collect her ksuba, which reminds us, Rapuna says, that an almana vows to the Yasomim only if she is not remarried, but if she remarried, we do not have her vow, and she cannot cut her ksuba. The vow does not prove anything because her second husband can revoke it, as opposed to a vow before marriage, which she cannot revoke. Rav Nachman argues and says, she may vow to collect even after she's remarried because the vow is made publicly in front of ten people and he holds that an editor made publicly cannot be revoked by the husband. So, after the cute little children's choir in their green outfits sang the Wild Manas Don't Swear song while reenacting the accidental baking of a gold dinner and bread and the sudden death of a child, a boy sang a soul pretending to be a remarried almana vowing to the orphans to collect her ksuba, who then details all the circumstances of the netter to get a heter 
from a Chacham, which reminds us, we Machokas, one must detail a netter for a Chacham Seter. On one hand, sometimes the person might cut out some of the details of his account, and the Heter will be invalid. On the other hand, Rapapa says one must detail his netter to a Chacham, Yishim said the Isura, because a netter may have been to prevent a prohibited matter, such as our case of potential theft. It's therefore critical that the Chacham is informed about the cause of the netter. So once again, after the cute little children's choir in their green outfits sang the Wild Manas Don't Swear song while reenacting the accidental baking of a gold dinner and bread and the sudden death of a child, a boy sang a soul pretending to be a remarried almana vowing to the orphans to collect her ksuba, who then details all the circumstances of the netter to get a heter from a chacham. All right, so now it's time for Forba Bach Hazar. So the simmer Daf Lamedov is associated with the law and we use a judge. So here goes. Judge, green judge, that must be more on Daf. Lamadov, the law, judge. Judge Green, who is running a be-your-own-judge booth at the county fair, letting people estimate on their own how much Truma and Truma Smeisers to separate, which reminds us, we learn from the Pasuk, and your Truma shall be reckoned to you, the Pasuk speaks of two Trumas, Truma and Truma Smeisers. And Kashem Shet Truma Gadol, and he tells by Omer, and just as standard Truma is taken off by estimation, and it may be mentally designated without physical or verbal designation, and he tells by Omer, so may Truma Smeisers be taken off by estimation, even though there is a required percentage. And just as the produce owner has the right to separate standard truma, so may the produce owner separate truma's miser, although the miser itself belongs to the levy and not him. So Judge Green, who is running a be your own judge booth at the county fair, letting people estimate on their own how much Truma and Truma's Meisers to separate, was busy explaining to a distraught visitor what to do, having discovered that the stored produce he had set aside to separate for Truma's and Meiser was missing, which reminds us, one who sets aside other produce to separate Truma and Meiser with him for his other produce, he can separate with them with the assumption that they still exist, im abdu, if they were discovered to be lost, and it's unknown when they became lost, he must be concerned about 24 hours according to Belazer. Amaraim disagree about this time frame of Me'esla Ace. So, Judge Green, who is running a be-your-own judge booth at the county fair, letting people estimate on their own how much Truma and Truma's Meiser to separate, was busy explaining to a distraught visitor what to do, having discovered that the stored produce he had set aside to separate for Truma and Meiser was missing, when all of a sudden a strong east wind blew, blowing his white wig off his head, which reminds us the more discusses the power of the east wind. Daflam and base, so the Zimmer Daflam and base is a lab. So here goes. The scientists at the Green Gittin Delivery Lab, lab, that must be on Daf. Lamed Beis. The scientist at the Green Gittin Delivery Lab, observing a husband tell his wife he is voiding the get he sent her before it arrives, which reminds us, the fourth peg begins, HaShaliach Get Le'ishta, one who sends a get to his wife with the Shaliach, and he met the Shaliach or sent another Shaliach after him, and he said to him, Batalu, the get which I gave you is void, or is a battle, it's void. Similarly, if he met his wife or sent the Shaliach to her and told her the get is battle before it reached her, it is void. So the scientist at the Green Gittin Delivery Lab, observing a husband tell his wife, He's voiding the Getty Center before it arrives, gave the man a green check when he said Batahu instead of Pasahu, which reminds us it was taught in price. If one says Batahu, Iivshibo, it is void or I do not want it, the Rabbi Kayamim, his words are effective and the get is void. Pasahu, Eno get, Lomar Klum, but if he said it's invalid or it's not a get, he has said nothing. 
The former expressions declare the get void henceforth, whereas the latter are describing the get as invalid, which it is not. The more clarifies that the word battle can also mean something was void instead of becoming void. It all depends on context. So the scientist at the Green Gidden Delivery Lab, observing a husband tell his wife he is voiding the Getty Center before it arrives, gave the man a green check when he said batohu instead of pasohu, and congratulated him on attaining a high score when he used the get again to divorce her, since he only voided the shlichus, which was verbal and not the get, which was written, which reminds us. The Gemara asks, Chozu umagarjbo or eno chozu umagarjbo? Can he again divorce with the get, or can he not again divorce with it? Rush explains the question to be whether the get itself was voided and is unusable, or merely the shliach was voided and the get is still valid. The halacha accords with the Rav Nachman, who said he can use the get again. Although the husband successfully voided the shlichus, which was a mere verbal appointment, he did not void the get since it was created through an act of writing. Daf Lamed Gimel. So the Simon Daf Lamed Gimel is a peg leg pirate. So here goes. And the pirate with the green peg leg. A peg leg pirate? That must be on Daf Lamed Gimel. The pirate with the green peg leg who was told by the captive basin that he was only permitted to avoid his wife's get in her presence because of Tikkun Olam and the problem of Mamzerim, which reminds us, we have Machuk's weather on Gamil's Tikkun Olam, that one cannot avoid a get except in the presence of the wife or Shalech was out of concern of Mamzerim or Agunos. So the pirate with the green peg leg who was told by the captive basin that he was only permitted to avoid his wife's get in her presence because of Tikkun Olam and the problem of Mamzerim, and then grew impatient and was about to be mavatal to get in their presence in violation of their decree, which reminds us, it was taught in a Bryce, Rebbe says, Batu Mavuto, if the husband void the get before a basin and not in his wife's or Shliach's presence, in violation of the decree, it is voided. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, the get isn't voided, Shim ken makoch basin yafe, for if it is, what good is the power of basin? and whose decree can be ignored. The more one is how a get, which, biblically speaking, has been voided, can possibly affect a divorce based on a rabbinical decree declaring it valid. It explains, called the Mekadosh, died to the Rabbana Mekadosh, whoever marries, marries according to the rabbi's will. That is, it's made conditionally to conform with rabbinical law. And the rabbis, to enforce their decree, approved the marriage retroactively. So, the pirate with the green peg leg who was told by the captive basin that he was only permitted to avoid his wife's get in her presence because of Tikkun Olam and the problem of Mamzerim, and then grew impatient and was about to be mavatal to get in her presence in violation of their decree, was informed that since he asked Ten Shluchim to write and sign the get, even if he had done in the presence of the two that wrote the get, he couldn't be mavatal. Unless they're all present, which reminds us, it was taught in a bright that one who said to ten people, write a get for my wife, where any of them can write it and any two of them can sign it. Rabbi says, He's able to avoid the authority of some of them in the absence of the others. Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel says he cannot avoid any shuliach unless they're all present. Two explanations of the Malchokas are given. is a ladder. So here goes. The adult orphan sitting on green ladders. Ladders? That must be more duff. Lamedalid. The adult orphans sitting on green ladders protesting how their apotropsim had divided up their father's estate, which reminds us, Shmuel said that Yosomim who are minors who come to divide their father's estate, based in a point to an apotropis for each of them who choose a favorable portion for them. Shmuel concluded when they become adults, they can protest the original settlement and demand a new division. Rav Nachman says they cannot deem can makoch basin yafet, for if they can, what good is the power of basin? Rav Nachman is concerned here with protecting the power of basin because in the case of orphans, it's a monetary matter, where basin's power is absolute because of Hefker, basin, Hefker. 
So the adult orphans sitting on green ladders protesting how their apotropsy had divided up their father's estate heard a man down below express relief when the shliach returned with his wife's get because she said to come the next day. Which reminds the Gemurites that Gidu Uli sent a get to his wife with the shliach. His wife told the shliach to come back the next day and when the shliach reported this to Gidu, he exclaimed, Baruch HaTov Bahametiv, Blessed is he who is good and does good. Abai said that although he demonstrated his relief that the get was not delivered, the get is not void and the shliach may give the get. Rabbi said the get is void. The Gemur explains that Abayah holds Gilead died to begin to love Milsi. A show of intent is not significant enough to avoid a get, and Rabbi holds it is. So the adult orphans sitting on green ladders protesting how their apotropsim had divided up their father's estate, heard a man down below express relief when his shaliach returned with his wife's get because she said to come the next day, and saw that the get would have been valid because it included all five of the man's name. Which reminds us, Rabbi Gamliel Hazakin decreed that one must write Plony and every name that he has, and do the same for his wife as well as their cities. The decree was Mipnei Tikno Olam for societal benefit because people who know one of the parties by a different name will think she's not divorced and their subsequent children are mumzerim. Alright, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff do we have whether Ramagamliel's Tikno Olam was out of concern for mumzerim or agunos? That's on Duff. Amagimel. Good number two. Which stuff do we have if one must detail another for a Chacham's Hatter? That's on Dav. Amad hey. Good number three. Which stuff do we have whether Gilead died to begin to Milsahi? A show of intent is enough to void a get. That's on Dav. Good number four. Which stuff to be discussed whether a Levi must separate Trumas Meiser in a case where Yisrael told a Levi, my father told me that Meiser of yours or your father's is in my possession. That's on Duff. Good number five. Which stuff to be Malchokas if an Almana can vow to the Yisomim to collect her Ksuba after she remarries? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which stuff to be about the power of the East Wind? That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which stuff do we discuss? A shaliach for getting near Israel getting sick and appointing a second shaliach. That's on Dav. Good number eight. Which of the incident of the Almana swearing that it led to Basin refraining from making a widow swear before collecting her ksuba? That's on Dav. Good number nine. Which of the one that just as Truma can be done with Omer Umachshava, so to Truma's Maizik can be done with Omer Umachshava? That's on Dav. Good. Number 10. Wish of the Ramagamliel and Zakim was Matakin that all the husbands and wives' names should be written in the get. That's on Duff. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.